Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi! Hi! Welcome to the Port Charles 411 Part 1 of Anna DeBane. This past April, Anna celebrated 35 years. Which is so insane. It really is. Although she did have a brief hiatus, but she started in 1985. Did you watch a lot? I did not watch nearly as much as I wanted to. So I was surprised because, again, Amanda's mind thinks things that aren't actually true. Even though we said 35 years, I still was thinking that she was on, like back when Luke and Laura were getting together Mm -hmm. and all that. No. Before us. So as I started watching it, I swear to God, I remembered stuff because I my mom watched it. Right. And so I was like Madeline's age. And I didn't remember like the whole storyline, but I'm like, I saw that scene. I saw that scene. I saw that scene. Oh, that's so awesome. that was super awesome because I didn't have to watch as much to get the general idea. So I just started with, you know, when she came in and then kind of got lost in that for a little bit and then stopped and jumped ahead got lost in that little bit and then kind of went in between. Just oh, to... good. So it sounds like you did more than I did because I just started watching straight in a row. I had it. <sighs> yeah, because no, I didn't want to be clueless whenever we got to the end. Well, so. I am clueless when we get to the end. So we are breaking this down into multiple sections. So we are doing today, 1985 to 1991. Right. And then we're going to take a break and go somewhere else. Well, we talked about it, I guess, last week. Mm-hmm. She was on All My Children. And so we'll talk about All My Children next week, which is going to be... So right. messed up for us because <laughs> I don't know anything. I was going to say it'll be super fun for you because we'll be testing my all my children knowledge because I'll be like, yeah, that was so and so, so and so. You're going to be explaining all that to me. Yeah, I didn't watch them though. Like again, all my children was hit or miss. So we will see what I know. Gotcha. But yeah, especially the stuff for Anna that was 91. Like I watched it. So right. Yeah, I was patting myself on the back for I had something it. more than I knew. I had the YouTube channel playing in the background. It's just, it's been a crazy week. So I at least had it going. Yeah. I'm like listening to it and I just kept picturing them. Like, this is how people used to watch soap operas. And there wasn't as much YouTube as I thought there was going to be mm-hmm. for the beginning because you got, like what I said, I watched, she arrived 
And then a little bit of follow up. And then it was like years missing. And then there was a ton of 91. Yeah. And then she went away. So. Oh, see, I don't know. I didn't even watch the 91. I don't feel. I don't feel like you missed. 91 was fun because there was a bunch of Frisco and Felicia and they just had Maxie. Oh. So I liked watching that. And I think that's why I remembered watching it is because I was like, oh, I remember thinking, oh, their baby's cute. And I loved the fact that Frisco and Felicia were together in real life and stuff. So, but anyway. Cool. Yeah, it'll be a fun adventure. I was actually happy that I didn't get too, too lost in the rabbit hole for this one, though, because I was scared. That doesn't mean I won't for the next. That, but I definitely think I will for the next one. But let's get started in 1985. Good. <laughs> Anna Devine arrived in Port Charles and befriended Holly Sutton, except for there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened before this. Yeah. Not a whole bunch, but we first see her and she was in London, right? Mm-hmm. And she was buying jewels and kept asking, where are the other jewels? Where are the other jewels? Blah, 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 blah. And it turns out that Donnelly had them. Right. And that guy... You could tell he had no interest in talking to her about the jewels. He was just trying to hook up and get the Absolutely. money. Yep. Yeah. I mean, she was definitely, she's not, she was not the Anna that we know now. Right. I have a lot of mixed, I can understand why people have their opinions about her, right? Mm-hmm. In general, not right now, but I can understand. But so she winds up coming to Port Charles because that's where Sean Donnelly is and they send a telegram to Holly saying it's from Nanny. I didn't know that they had the same Nanny. I didn't either. At first, I thought it was a total ploy. So did the I. They kept talking. I was like, okay, that was legit. Like, that happened. Because Anna tells happened. Robert, like, well, when she went to New Zealand, right. the Nanny took care of us. Yeah. And it's like, what? what? So what Holly didn't know was that Anna was the ex-wife of her current husband, Robert Scorpio. And this is when Holly and Robert were finally in love. Yes. So they were actually legit husband and wife not just i'm gonna marry you because right go back to holly sutton's when we discussed all of that so anna secretly obtained information about holly's past and snooped around robert's communication room which we have talked about so many times it was an entire room anna says what's in that room and holly's like that's his communication center and i can't go in there blah blah anna's like what's in there she's like his computer they had an entire room for the computer. Right, right. It was not just, that's his desk with his workstation. And as they're all typing on it, I mean, you could hear, if you've ever typed on a computer from the 80s, yes. you know that the, <laughs> doom, 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 it was like a typewriter, but a little bit lighter, but right. It was definitely, it was fun. And it was all the black background with the green text. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was interesting. It was, but I felt like Holly would have picked up on Anna asking for information. Yeah. And we didn't just celebrate Robert's birthday. I know. I wanted to say that. (laughs) Well, now you can say it. He's the most Virgo Virgo. Yes. (laughs) September 16th, right? Yes. Aw, happy belated birthday, Robert Scorpio. You didn't get a cake either, apparently. Well, in all fairness, he's not at home right now. That's true. And he's... But I've never heard them mention it. It's not even just this year. I've never... Like, when Holly said that, I was like, oh, really? I didn't know he had a birthday. So. Right, because there are some I think don't. Right, just don't celebrate it. We should find that. Mm-hmm. How many people don't have birthdays? I bet Sunny doesn't. Does Sunny? We're not going to talk about that right now. So Anna secretly obtained information about Holly's past, snooped around Robert's communication room for his security bureau, the WSB. At that time, Robert was in New York, and he was the police commissioner then. Mm-hmm. But when he arrived, he was shocked to find Anna in his house. 
Anna decided to stay in Port Charles and became Sean Donnelly's secretary. First of all, that happened very, that did not happen that quickly. Right. Like she and Robert kept going back and forth about why are you here? And then it eventually came out that they had been married. It wasn't just, he walked in and said, why is my ex-wife here? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. They didn't tell Holly that that's how they knew each other for forever. No. It was, we used to work in the bureau together. Right. And Anna had a scar and she wanted money for plastic surgery and all these different things. Like, why isn't that mentioned here? I am glad that, see, but there's going to be so much that I'm missing because I didn't watch. You're good. You're getting the major points of it. Okay. Anna and Sean, Sean formed a partnership to fence a very valuable Aztec treasure (laughs) that many poor Charles citizens were after. When the treasure went missing, putting aside their differences, Robert and Anna teamed up to recover the treasure. And that's actually where I stopped watching. Wow. That's all that I got to. Okay. Well, we'll see. Shoot. I don't know. Again, I see. Oh, no, wait. So. I might have missed. I might have watched the next paragraph, too. Okay. So Holly wanted to know everything she could about Anna Devane and discovered that she and Robert were former WSB partners. I feel like she didn't find that out. They admitted that. She didn't have to do And where digging. were they? Down on the pier. Yeah. Talking all about it. Right. Because why would you try to talk about that somewhere quietly? When Holly learned Anna was once Robert's wife, she was outraged and left Robert and Port Charles. Sean later discovered Grant Andrews had stolen the treasure in order to win back his ex-wife Celia and agreed to help him transport it abroad a train, aboard a train, where her new fiancé... What? That sentence makes no sense. Hold on. Where her new fiancé were to wed in a gay 90s celebration. Was she now... Her new fiancé? Was her new fiancé a woman? It doesn't say, so that just I mean, makes I'm, like, no... I'm assuming so, but just that word. I don't like the way that's worded. But are they using Sean? gay as in happy, or are they using gay as in she married a woman? Why would they say 90s like that, though? Oh. Yeah, because it wouldn't have been the 1990s. It would have been the 1890s. Oh. Well, that was the other thing that they didn't talk about in here. But Robert and Anna's wedding, they only showed in a flashback because they had been married off canvas. Oh, right. So whenever they were showing the whole wedding scene and everything, they were just reminiscing. It actually never happened on TV. That's crazy. Didn't you watch that? I didn't watch that. Oh, it was cool. Again, I skipped around. Okay. Uh, Okay. Um, Sean later discovered Grant Andrews had stolen the treasure in order to win back his ex-wife, Celia, because apparently she was marrying somebody else. So they were interrupting the wedding on a train. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Sean, however, was going to steal the treasure away and dupe everyone. Grant discovered Sean's deception and teamed up with Anna, Robert, and others to recover the treasure from Sean. The five followed Sean to Canada, where he kidnapped a returned Holly who learned of his plot. Dun, dun, dun. Tragedy then struck when Robert and Sean met up in a tramway suspended by a cable high over the mountains and fought. Whoa! <laughs> That would have been a really good scene. Man! <laughs> we need to go back and watch I that just for the fun of it. Dude, can we just go back to quarantine? Because <laughs> I had a lot more TV time then. Anna watched from below as Robert lost his balance and fell from the car to his death. Oh my gosh, Robert died. Sean took the treasure and planned to sell it to the evil Mr. Wu. Who, by the way, apparently Brad is supposed to have some kind of familial connection with. They totally should develop that storyline. If it's taking us back to 1984, 5, whatever year we said this was, like, come on. Right. But he was greeted by Wu's assistant, Mr. Yang. 
who was really Robert in disguise and took the treasure to the police. Okay, Robert did not die. Awesome. So <laughs> glad that we know that now. <laughs> the police returned part of the treasure to Mr. Wu, who was forced to give them to the rightful owner, an older gentleman known as the Ancient One. He planned to sell the Buddha's black pearls to raise enough money to buy poor Charles cannery for the oppressed people. We need to learn more about this cannery because yes. it keeps coming up. Yes. But when the pearls went missing, Mr. Wu was so assumed that Anna and Robert had stolen them and he instructed his grandson, Kim Wu, to get them back. Meanwhile, Anna went back to New York and found her apartment ransacked and her mother, Philomena, tied up. At the same time, Robert and Holly reunited and planned to move to Australia until he got a visitor in the form of a little girl named Robin. So real quick, just because I just got the song reunited and it feels like it's so, <laughs> the songs that they had playing during all this, they had major money. Yes. They were playing Roberta Flax, Killing Me Softly. I mean, yes. they were playing all kinds of what would have been hits at the time, like at the time. Right. Not just right. I didn't just throw in a tape for my car. This was actual. Oh my gosh! It probably was a mixtape though. <laughs> that would be so funny in the control room, right? With a little masking tape on it. Robert and Anna. <laughs> but no, it was just really cool to hear, like yeah, all those songs. Okay, I agree. Anna went back to Port Charles and found out that Robert had Robin. Anna told Robert that Robin was their daughter. Robin overheard the truth and felt hurt and rejected, so she ran away with her doll. Robin met up with the ancient one who was worried over the missing pearls, but Robin had actually put them in her doll's eyes. <gasps> That's smart. Mm -hmm. Robin and the ancient one were later kidnapped, but Anna and Robert rescued them. Robert then left for Australia and Anna was named co-police chief of Port Charles with Bert Ramsey. Later that year, Anna met and fell in love with Duke Lavery. Aww. Anna thought that Duke was a nightclub owner when in fact he was deeply involved in the planning of an elaborate money laundering operation headed by um, Mr. Big. Did you see when they first met? You didn't watch that? No. Okay, so they first met. It was at some policeman's ball that she was being honored at, and she dropped, you know how their dresses had that, I don't know what purpose it served, but, like, there would be a flower here and then that flowy thing behind them. It was, mm -hmm. like, a big 80s style. I don't know what the purpose was. But anyway. Cape? It wasn't a cape. It was just, like, it hung down right here. It didn't attach across She's pointing the to her shoulder. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why we do need to be in person sometimes. It just connected on her right shoulder and just okay. like flowed down like a scarf, but it just flowed straight down. Okay. Anyway, so it had fallen off and he picked it up for her. And so they started talking and she said to him, are you the Duke of Duke's nightclub down at the waterfront? And I was like, Duke's Luke's like, what are they doing here? Oh, so it was cute. And he like said something fancy about, you know, not judging on stuff that she had heard or whatever. Yeah. I'm really disappointed in myself in my research. I will just throw that out there. Duke also fell in love with Anna and wanted out of the mob, but he was in too deep. The arrival of Mr. Big's right-hand man. I'm sorry. I cannot stop thinking about sex in the city. <laughs> Damon Granville. Greenville? Granville. Meant that Duke would have to hurry and put their money laundering scheme doubled Operation Tumble Dry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's like the most literal <laughs> operation money laundering let's name it tumble dry into effect damon immediately ordered duke to kill officer frisco jones when duke didn't do it a mob framed felicia for robbery and forced frisco and felicia to leave town the two however took with them a coded detailed printout about operation tumble dry <laughs> sorry <laughs> Why didn't they just say fluff and fold? I mean, right? come on, just put it out there. 
Anna began to investigate their disappearance and feared that Duke had something to do with it. Duke begged Anna to trust him, but was being pulled deeper into the mob, and they ordered him to marry Anna, the police chief. I'm sure that he was so devastated to have to marry right, her. Right, I think I can handle that. Yep. Anna was touched and agreed to marry Duke. Not she was knowing, touched? Touched. <laughs> I think it means, like, her heart was happy, I know, but I'm touched. just saying. I know that, but I'm just saying that's a very... <laughs> I was very touched last week when you gave me that wine glass. Were you? Enough to marry me? But that's exactly it. Like, you're more than touched when you get married. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. That's okay. Not knowing it was against his will. It wasn't against his will, though, I feel. Exactly. Like, one of the first sentences I said, he fell in love with her, too. Right. Maybe he wouldn't have jumped to marriage, but it wasn't. Right. It wasn't like Nicholas and Ava. I hate you, and let's get married anyway. Although they're not hating each other right now. But you know what I mean. As it turned out, Mr. Big was Anna's co-worker, Bert Ramsey. Robert later returned back to Port Charles when Robin called him after overhearing Damon threaten Anna's life. Robert told Anna about his suspicions of Duke and convinced her to break their engagement. Duke really did want to marry Anna. See, that's what we just said. But without the mob breathing down on them, Duke went and saw Mr. Big's boss, Angus McKay, and Angus swore that he would soon be able to marry Anna free and clear. I don't, like, I feel like I know that guy, but I don't know that guy. I can't help either. I'm sorry. (sighs) That drives me crazy. This is a long paragraph. Duke again, (laughs) Duke again proposed to Anna and swore he meant it. I think I would be mad if you said it like you didn't mean it the first time. I think you needed to explain, which I'm sure he did because Duke was amazing. But the way they just wrote that up, this time I actually do love you. No, he loved you from the beginning. Right. But this time I legit want to marry you. Right. Someone's not forcing me. Right. True. Even though, yeah. Right. (laughs) Then Damon bombed Anna's house. Duke went to the police and confessed all he knew in order to keep Anna and Robin safe and revealed that Bert was Mr. Big. Suddenly, Bert was shot and Duke was arrested. Robert believed that Duke was innocent and recruited Anna and Frisco to join him in exposing Bert and bringing down the mob. Duke escaped from prison thanks to Angus McKay and was shot by Bert, who thought he was dead. With Duke allegedly dead, Bert tried to finish his money laundering but Duke was actually alive. Oh my God. How many times did they have to suffer through people not being dead in these very few years, short years. Duke was actually alive. And in a final showdown with Bert, he was left paralyzed. But Bert, I'm sorry. Bert was arrested and shipped to a mental institution. Duke was later given a lighter prison sentence and took Anna to the city called Lori Lorleans. <laughs> okay. Not Lorleans for not McKay. New Orleans, Lorleans. Lorleans for Angus McKay's funeral. Lorleans. I took French. I should be better <laughs> at pronouncing that. Angus turned out to be Duke's father. What? There was a young man, a young nun. There was a young nun named Camilla who Angus said was Duke's half sister, but about whom Anna had a bad feeling. On Anna and Duke's wedding day, Camilla reported and a reporter named Mark Carlin revealed that Duke had helped cover up the murder of Evan Jerome in Laureline's. Evan Jerome. Right. Is that their dad? I don't know. I don't think they've ever said that, have they? I think they have. Evan Jerome, General Hospital. Side note. No, it was Victor. Victor was their dad. Oh, he's Julian's brother. Evan, Julian, Olivia St. John, and Ava. Oh, and there's a Dino? What? Victor is the father of Dino Antonelli, Evan, Julian, Olivia St. John, and Ava. He was busy. That's only one more kid than you. But I'm assuming they have different <laughs> mothers. 
Oh, I don't know. I'm assuming. I could be wrong. We're not, this is not the Jerome family, although we should totally do that. Oh my God, that we would really be lost in. I know. But anyway, so Ava, or Evan, Evan, what the heck? She's made up her own name there. Camilla had killed Evan, but had recently discovered that Duke wasn't her brother after all. She wanted him for herself. Okay, that's gross. Ew! This is not like Marsha and Greg Brady. Ew. She thought that revealing this would tear Duke and Anna's would tear Duke and Anna apart. However, she finally realized that she could never win Duke's love, and she left poor Charles. Eventually, Anna broke up with Duke. They're married. They're getting divorced, not just breaking up. Right. And started her own PI agency. Soon after, Robert returned and became her partner after Holly's presumed death. Robert tried to win Anna's love back. But she chose to return to Duke and they finally married. I thought that they finally married earlier. Didn't they marry under you? Or they just said that they were going to get they married? They were going to get married. Okay, it so I guess they did break they up, so they did not get actually married. Actually got married. Yes. Right. And that's when we see all the pictures of him and his kilt and yes. her beautiful lace dress. Yeah, see, I didn't concentrate on all of that stuff though. My favorite parts of Duke which I know we weren't doing Duke, but just that he's so connected to Anna, was him with Robin. Oh, they, like, yeah, being cute. stepdad. Yes. They, like, were making pizza together for Anna and talking mm. about it, and she was so cute and little back then. So those are my favorite scenes. In early 1988, Anna and Robin were kidnapped by the insane Grant Putnam after he killed Anna's friend, Philomena. I thought friend. that was her mom. <laughs> right? I'm like, what? Okay. Robert and Duke searched for her for months. Duke gets help from the Jerome family to find her and becomes intertwined in the mob again. Da, da, da. Was Duke with the Jerome family when he came back and was having issues? I feel like Duke's worked for a lot of different mobs, but maybe it's only been the Jerome family. Maybe. I didn't pay attention. Robert eventually rescued Anna who embraced him as Duke watched. Anna later discovered she was pregnant with Duke's child, but their happy family would soon come to a halt when the with the arrival of Olivia Jerome. Olivia was a mob princess who wanted two things, to run the Jerome mob family and Duke. When Olivia realized that Duke wouldn't leave Anna, she planned to kill him in a rigged elevator, which would crash. However, Anna got to the elevator instead and was hurt. And that was October 24th, 1988. As a result, Anna lost her unborn baby at four months. Oh, mm-hmm. that was almost her birthday because her birthday is October 29th. That was very sad. Aww. She referenced not how it happened, but she referenced not having their baby when right. all the stuff came out about what's his name that's not there anymore. Griffin. Thank you. I knew it somewhere in my mind, but I wasn't getting it. Olivia was shipped to a mental institution after being found guilty of causing the death of Anna's unborn baby. Hmm. At least there was some kind of recourse. Doesn't replace what happened, but right, at least but someone was charged with something. Held accountable. Exactly. In 1989, Anna's marriage slowly crumbled after Duke testified against the mob. Fearing that Anna and Robin were in danger, Duke faked his death in an explosion and entered the witness protection program. Anna was crushed. Duke, quote, Duke, later returned to Port Charles with a new face and a new name, Jonathan Paget. Duke wanted to get back with Anna, but he learned that mobster Julian Jerome, yes, the same Julian Jerome, was after him. We should really talk about Julian yeah. because he's he's done the exact opposite of what they do to kids. Right. He's yeah. become younger. Right. Julian shot and killed and escaped Olivia, who told Anna that Jonathan was really Duke before she died. Before Anna and Duke could be reunited, however, 
Duke, was killed by Julian and died in Anna's arms. Robert, who was engaged to somebody else. Who's this somebody else? Oh, God, this is when we get crazy. Delayed his wedding so that he could comfort Anna. Meanwhile, Robin found a crystal on Spoon Island, which contained an alien visitor <laughs> named Casey. Oh, my God. We should have got lost in that storyline. It would have been great. Anna helped Casey get back to his planet of Lumina, but in the process came face to face with an old enemy, Cesar Faison. Cesar kidnapped Anna, Robin, and Casey, <laughs> but he was caught and left town. Casey later returned to Lumina. How many times have you found baby aliens when you've I been mean, searching for something? The last time. Happens all the time, I guess. Robin then played matchmaker for parents by sending them fake Valentines. Oh, I watched this. This was cute. And you know this, too, because we had talked about Anna being mad because Robert made some comment about her not being sexy or her like dressing frumpy yes, or whatever yes. and she was buying the like ridiculously sexy outfit with Felicia and Robin had some recital that we kept talking about we mm -hmm. wanted to and watch. she was <clears throat> flirting with his leg and everything yes and Edward saw it right no Edward was it Edward? Was Edward I don't know someone saw that they were like playing footsies and, stuff. and I was like hey hey check it out they're playing footsies oh no it was um Steve Hardy oh there you go yep see I knew we had talked about it so you would remember watching part of this she sent a uh, Valentine to each of them. Oh my God. I can't, I do remember what it said, but I can't remember what it said. It used some like eighties, early nineties word and they like, didn't know what it meant. Crap. I'm going to look it up and we're okay. going to discuss it. Cause it was cute. Anyway, she sent the same Valentine to each of them. That was basically get over it and make up because I want to see you both at my recital. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, sweet. it wasn't like whenever they say that about sending Valentine's, it makes it seem like she sent one to Anna from Robert, but that's not what it was. They were Valentine's from her. They were like, hey, so it wasn't really a fake Valentine because it was indeed a Valentine. It was just the Valentine that said, get over it and come to my recital. I cannot find. I just went to Robert's page. I don't see who he was engaged to. Oh, that's crazy. Interesting. Okay, continue. So Anna and Robert fell back in love. And after a murder attempt, they soon made love. Okay. Robert proposed to Anna, and they were married in Lila Quartermain's Shakespearean Garden. Aww. I want to get married there. On their honeymoon in the Bahamas, Anna discovered that Edward Quartermain was alive and living as a beach bum. She then reunited She then reunited with his family. I think it means to say she then reunited him with his family. Then in late 1991, tragedy again struck. Faison returned to town and wanted Anna and Robin for himself. Faison's mother, Nancy McTavish. Nanny. Nanny. Whoa, sorry. So wait, is that speak. Nanny? Was Faison's mother Anna's nanny? Oh my God, that would be so good, but I don't know. So like that was that actually her name or did they just call her Nanny? I think, I thought they just called her That's nanny. That's what I was that thinking too, but seriously. Crazy. Wow. Okay. So Faison's mother, Nanny McTavish, kidnapped Robin, but she was discovered and helped Robert get Faison. Faison felt betrayed by his mother and killed her because that's of course what you would do. And then set a trap and kidnapped Anna, knowing Robert would follow to save his wife. Robert and Anna were presumed killed in a boat explosion, which Faison planned and used to fake his own death. And Robin was sent to live with Uncle Mac. Uncle Mac. I love, I love her with Uncle Mac. Everyone knows I don't really love Uncle Mac, but I love him as Uncle Mac. because he's. I love Uncle Mac. So I don't love what cute. they're doing with him a lot lately. Although when he was back to being commissioner, he was back to being the Mac that we love. Yes. But yes, you're right. If they give him an interest, he can be an interesting dude. I know, mm -hmm. again, not talking about him, but it frustrates me what they did to him. But yes. yeah, Uncle Mac, I'm, that was cute. 
So there's a lot that we need to continue to do our little research on. Oh, and one thing to note was that when Fanola Hughes left in 1991, she hadn't been fired, but she took advantage of a clause in her contract that allowed her to work on another project. And if negotiations went well, Hughes was slated to return by spring of 1992. Well, guess what happens? In the interim, she was replaced by Camilla Moore, who made her first appearance December 20th, 1991, and her last appearance January 20th, 1992. <laughs> so for a month, we had somebody else playing Anna Devane. I bet no one liked that. I'm going to take a guess and say no. And then, so before 1985, it just says that she was formerly a spy with the DVX and then the WSB. In the 70s, she was married to WSB agent Robert Scorpio. And while they are now divorced in 1977, they had a daughter named Robin. Robin didn't know, Robert didn't know that Robin existed until she was seven. I was trying to find the darn Valentine because that was going to kill me that I can't remember what it said because they, both of them did not know what the word was. And so I was trying to find it. Early Valentine. Yep, that's it. There you go. You're so good. Very funny. That is from your daughter. She delivered it personally. How did she get there? Close to hers, yeah. Diss and kiss your hostilities away, Dad. Before my recital. Diss. That was it. They didn't know what the word diss meant, and they both asked her. I heard all that shouting the other day. Well, what do you suppose diss means? (laughs) Diss, like, uh, oh yeah, like these, those, them, this. (laughs) drive me crazy i couldn't remember because it was so cute this and kiss that so is cute. cute and they're both like we have no idea what that means well, especially well not just that they're also not from america True. so we have some crazy oh phrases so i can see that but yeah so that was a lot of fun i'm really regretting that i did not watch as much as i had wanted to i didn't realize how little i watched but i also know how much they left out in the first paragraph i read so i can only imagine Yes, very true. How much more I missed. But like I said, I feel like, I mean, obviously you can go back and watch it whenever you want because it's fun to watch, but I don't think that we missed that much. Okay. Because they're, as far as what YouTube covered, because they were very specific in what years. You can watch mm-hmm. a bunch when she first arrived and a bunch of 91. Oh, that was the crazy stuff that they showed. So Robert said whatever he said about her not being attractive. And so she went to the 
gym to work out and they're doing all this yoga and they were wearing, you know, those 80s. Oh my gosh. Leg warmers. Outfits. Stirrup pants. And, and, and Felicia's there after just having Maxie with her perfect little body. And Anna's like, oh, do you think that I'm unattractive? And Felicia's like, no, what are you talking about? And she's like, you hesitated. You do. I understand. Blah, blah, blah. Because Robert said, and I was like, oh, I would punch this man. And then she gets down on the floor and is like stretching and she can do perfect splits and is like laid all out like this. And I was, ugh, I don't even know how they filmed that without laughing because you two are beautiful, especially. Right. Oh my gosh. So back then. And they showed Monica whenever she was going to the gym. Did you know that Monica and Sean Donnelly hooked up for a while? I think I did. I did not know that. I've always visioned him with Tiffany. I so. thought that you found that out when we were talking about something else. Oh, maybe. I probably had the same reaction then because obviously I didn't retain it. But this time you got to see them in person. Okay. And Alan being jealous about it because they all went to the placements ball that Anna met Duke at. Boom. See? It okay. All together. Very nice. Well, this was a lot of fun, though. I cannot wait, and I will watch more next week. We're no, going to talk about. I'm scared for all my children because then you're going to want to watch the storylines of all my children. We're going to do the quick. Okay. We are going. We will because then we're also going to stay tuned we'll for have... our four-hour podcast about <laughs> all my children. Perhaps. <laughs> so yeah. So we're going to. We're just going to follow Anna Devane through her stories. So she left Port Charles in 91, went over to Pine Valley afterwards. I know. I I was so impressed. Yeah, I looked it up. (laughs) I just scrolled. And then we'll get back on track with General Hospital after that. So join us on Monday as we talk about this week's episodes. And have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.